Welcome to the root of all sex, where we talk about love, sex, relationships, and everything in between. Yeah, baby. It's the root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together, coming together. The root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together now, coming together. The root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together, coming together. The root of all sex, y'all. Sex, and this is your girl Fran, and this is Jazzy, and we have a special guest today. You guys, we have a doctor in the building. Okay, Dr. Pat is here to inform us about sex and our health and how our health can affect our sex sometimes. Welcome, Dr. Pat. Welcome, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you for coming and joining and talking to us. Dr. Pat is also, also, um, some, she's somebody special, special, y'all. Is she? she? Is, what, what you said it was? World-renowned author <laughs> of Why Are We Sick, Fat, and Tired? Oh, yes. Dr. Pat is in the building. Um, y'all, she is a dope spirit to talk to having us cracking up already <laughs> so welcome dr pat thank you for taking time out with us today oh i love being here and i love laughing so <laughs> laughter is a really key important part of being you know in relationship and also in, for your health the combination of the two look at that how it works out so dr pat before we dive into the good stuff fran like to do some um icebreakers ice <laughs> and part? i didn't put them on the outline i forgot but i do have them in front of me so I'm okay I, i'm open i'm sure i will have fun <laughs> <laughs> we will so there uh it's only four questions would you rather get nude pictures or send through a nude pictures you're asking me that? Yes. Well, I would tell you I wouldn't send a nude picture. You wouldn't. Okay. Right. Understandably. Even without a head or distinguishing body parts or body uh, marks. You know, you know, because of my licensure, right? <laughs> that, could, that could be a bite in the butt, right. you know, and um, I, you know, it's just like, I always like to make sure my eyes are dotted and my T's are crossed. So I would say I more than likely 99.98%, you know, probably wouldn't send a nude picture. Gotcha. Okay. Would you rather have a drawer full of sex toys or a drawer full of sexy lingerie? Lingerie. 
Okay. That's Fran's answer as well. That's my answer as well. <laughs> I like more of the toys. Well, there you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Two against one. <laughs> right. Less would you rather would you rather have sex for the rest of your life with the person you had sex the first time with or the post the person you most recently had sex with? Well, probably more recently. Okay. <laughs> and why is that? Was it exciting or more connection. More connection. Gotcha. Okay. Last question. If you could have a sexual superpower, what would it be? Oh, God. Let me think. Um, I think um, my sexual superpower would be um, sensuality. Mm. That's How so? Weird. How so? Yeah, just like how would it work for you? Everything that you do, you know, well, because if you're, when you're sensual and you exude that energy, then you have that etherical aspect about you that wherever you touch, it just melts. It's like, come hither or come hither. Mm -hmm, (laughs) It's like, mm -hmm. if you have that, you know, it's just like everything that you do has that special touch, then you have, then you're like, you don't have to think that out. I had a friend one time years ago that was a call girl. And she told me that good call girls, the ones that make a lot of money, a lot of times don't have to do anything. And it's all about like listening, your tone of your voice, you know, touch, smell, all those right. things that kind of come together and make a really great cocktail. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I like that answer. And that's also a first answer that we yes. receive like that. No problem. Call me again. <laughs> <laughs> most people think of, you know, the actual sex act and like what they can do to make that better or what they can do to improve their partner's uh, sex, you know. Well, if, if you've got solid, deep energy, right, and you're, that energy is very connected to the person who you're with, then it's kind of like a motion, you know? So when you dance, you either dance with somebody who can dance and when you don't, and when you're dancing with somebody who doesn't dance very well, how fast Mm -hmm. do you get off the dance floor? Yeah. Unless you're at a wedding, but then, you know, you know, you have obligations there, but you know, it's just like, but when you're dancing with somebody that you're just really grooving with, it's just like, it's it's effortless. Mm -hmm. It's a nice flow and you want to continue. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Those are my answers. I'm going to stick with that. Okay. <laughs> well, nice. the next segment is one of my favorite segments. It is our kink of the week. And it's where we talk about, you know, um, one different kink that we've discovered or we would like to try. And today's kink of the week is urethral sounding. And I'm sure Dr. Pat is familiar with urethral sounding. Not, you know, firsthand, I don't know, but just being in the medical profession. And I'm sure you've probably seen some things like that. Have you? No. What's the definition? Okay. Well, urethral sounding is um, the insertion or, uh, yeah, well, insertion of a toy or 
a metal object into your urethra, whether it's a male or a female urethra. I've and they never for seen pleasure. it for pleasure. Yes. I've seen it happen. So it's a catheter. Basically. Pretty much. Yeah. So it, doesn't, Pretty much. it doesn't sound sexy when you say catheter, does it? No, or just sounding <laughs> sounds kind of sexy. Sounding doesn't sound sexy though. I mean, it's just like, you know, if you're doing it at home, then, you know, a lot of people who I've ever talked to who had a catheter, they didn't think it was so comfortable, you know? So I don't, you know, you know, pain to me isn't a turn on. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, so I'd have to like, I'm going to, I'm going to vote, but I'm not going to vote. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a Sorry, no girls. for you. <laughs> Oh no, oh, yeah. it was a no for us too. Yeah, it was yeah. a no for me. <laughs> I know people who do it, but they have a high, like a very high pain tolerance. Oh, they have to. I mean, I have yeah. a high pain tolerance, but you're not going to do that. Um, and so. I think they pain is a turn on for the one person for sure. Pain is a turn on for her. And she likes to inflict it and receive it. So God bless her. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, and he he's okay with what? Okay. Yeah, her yeah. partner, her partner is okay with her doing it. Well, but if, I'm gonna, I want to get her on the show so bad, <laughs> so bad. Y'all have no idea how much I want her to come and tell her stories because she has lots of stories that she can come and share. I bet she does. You know, it's just <laughs> like you know, I bet you her favorite book was, um, you know, Hundred Shades of Grey or whatever that book was. Probably. You know, <laughs> if you don't, yeah. if you don't know what to buy her, buy her a different version of it. Like maybe the first version of it, the first edition. Yeah. Cause I don't you know? get her toys because <laughs> my toys that I sell or the toys that we sell are not in her league anymore. She's surpassed us. Well, you know, it just draws a lot to the imagination, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> just like, take that paintbrush and rinse it off and let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> Next canvas. <laughs> right. So Jazz, in your area, our current event is yeah. locals or locals to you. I'll let you tell us what you've so, been hearing about it. Um, it's not where I live, but it's surrounding uh, area. So um, in racing, of course, this is Pride Month. Um, there was a male couple who had a flag. Well, according to the city that they live in, they were not able to have a flag and all this stuff that came out about it. So what they did was just light up the house with the same color, the same color of the flag. They just used lights. So instead of their flag hanging, the whole house is bright. It's Christmas oh, again. Christmas right. again, but pride. <laughs> but pride, pride Christmas. Pride Christmas, <laughs> you know. Little baby yeah. Jesus. <laughs> right. And then what else happened? Recently happened. Um, they signed in June, Juneth as a uh, national holiday or legal oh, Juneteenth. Yeah. Juneteenth, yes. Juneteenth. What is June? What is that? I saw that someplace. I've been so busy trying to rehab my computer. <laughs> I kind of went like, oh, that's a holiday. I have to pay attention to what that is. And then I just kind of just moved on. So tell me about it. Enlighten me. So pretty yeah. much, you know, you know how um, almost it, so like, you know, how there's a 4th of July type thing mm-hmm. for like America. Right. Um, and I know it goes deeper than this. I, I, I know it goes deeper than that. 
Um, but it's kind of like that for African-Americans. Is that the day we were officially uh, freed from slavery? Did you guys celebrate? It's, it's tomorrow. tomorrow. It's tomorrow. tomorrow. Well, mm -hmm. did you have plans to celebrate? I mean, you can I tell do, I've been so involved have, with my computer. I have, I have to no work. It is. I have to work. So you I'll do? probably celebrate after work. Uh-huh. You know, and how are you going to celebrate? Uh, there's parades. There's different festivities. Um, and, you know, locally. But and the is, parade, that, is that where you guys are at in, in Wisconsin? Or is that where you're in Chicago, right? I'm no, it's actually, yeah, she's in Tennessee. It's actually went for like everybody. So, I mean, before it became a national holiday, things were still going on. Like it was still, it was still parade, celebrated. It was, still celebrated. Yeah. it was just that local level. locally. Yeah. It's, a big, it's a big deal. You it know, really it's just like, you know, it's just like you can see I've been like not paying attention to the news and or holidays. Right. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, it's just like, what would you do? I mean, what could you do spiritually that your ancestors would really love, you know, so that you can connect with your ancestors and, you know, and do something. what are you going to do? I don't know. Hmm. I'm just so used to like the basic of, you know, of it just being done, but it is a big deal because now it's like, finally. Well, so you know, you can light candles and every candle you light it gives light to anybody who had to transport themselves through the Underground Railroad, you know, in order to get up north. I mean, there are still all those tunnels every place, you know, they're not gone, you know. So lighting a candle lights increases your spirit and increases your consciousness around it. And you can send good energy out so that everybody's, you know, can say they can celebrate that day to freedom and they can be safe and they can send out good energy. And then it comes back to you because whatever you send out, whatever you focus on is what you get more of, right? Yes, ma'am. I love the candle idea. Me too. And you know, it's funny because as she was saying that, I was like, I was thinking about the colors. Like, okay, I understand you get the red one, you get a black one, you get a green one, but I totally caught all it when she was saying lighting candles. I think that's yeah. a good idea. So if you just don't burn your house down, yes, like, you know, <laughs> right. put, put them in safe places, you know, and like, you yes. know, and it's just like, you know, at Christmas time, if you have those Christmas decorations, you know, those candles that they stick in the, um, in the windows, mm -hmm. you know, you like can the put those candles. in the windows. Yeah. So it's just like, because that's how people find, you know, it, light is always what lights the world and that also bonds with love too. I like that um, idea. So it's like, Huh, that would be my suggestion. And I'll light a candle too. So, and I'll think of you girls. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for enlightening me. Cause I'm thinking, as you know, you could just tell, I had no clue what day it was. I just knew I was supposed to be here. Well, me too. You know, I've been recovering a crash compute, major crash computer. So it's just like oh. an organizing that. So I'm here with you. Let's, you know, we can keep on moving forward. I always say that because, you know, you can't do anything about the past, right? Right. But you yeah. can do something about the present and you can do something about the future. So that's why I always say KMF, KMF, keep moving forward. <laughs> I like it. Yep. <laughs> So on to our main topic, which is uh, sex and health and how they affect one another. 
we will let you, I guess, tell us more about your practice, what it is you do, your mission, and we'll, you know, continue the conversation from there. Well, one thing is, is that um, one thing I like to do is I have a huge um, fondness for helping people excel and thrive. You know, it's just, I get up in the morning and I, you know, I look up for things to solve. You know, I would prefer not to solve computer crashes. I'd rather solve people's, you know, like mindset around things, their health, their, you know, like how they're eating, how they're putting things together so that they can live the most productive life possible, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So I help people, especially busy professionals, be stronger, make better decisions, have better balance in their lives. And I do that with superior nutrition because you are not what you eat. You are what you have the ability to absorb. And I do it with other wellness related initiatives, you know, so, cause when you don't have your health, you can't do anything, even sex. And right. so there is, you know, there's issues with, you know um, you know, it, and in your health, you can't like, you know, where's your motivation, you know, and that couch potato, like maybe there's something, brewing below the surface on that with that person that needs to have a little bit more investigation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I help people do that. And I primarily coach, you know, um, and I coach globally. I have my um, bestsellers is a, um, was international, um, which I, I was, it is, tell me they go, it is, I'm going, how great is that? You know, but I help people. I love to see people, you know, really, really thrive. And so sometimes you can do that just by tweaking things in your diet. So there's a lot of people who don't even know that they have a chronic illness or disease, right? And there's certain diseases that are ethnicity based or they're more, you know, prominent. So if you know that, and you, if you have control about what goes in your mouth, then you can change some of your outcomes by changing your constitution and to change your constitution first by what you eat and then by how you move. And then by the sleep, because your sleep is very restorative. And then you do it by mental attitude, positive mental attitude. And then you have structure and function, which is the reason why you would ever go see a chiropractor, you know, so make sure that everything's moving and it will help you with your health and staying healthier a lot longer. So that's, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I have a question. So I know um, we were talking to another sexologist before, and we were talking about um, si- the size matter, not meaning actual size, but a- your actual body size mm-hmm. and how within the different, um, you know, if you were smaller, thick or bigger, how that changes your sex life. Um and I think what it actually narrowed down to, because we've all spoke about being different sizes, of course, we're not the same from high school. And, you know, maybe some of us are, but uh, most of us aren't. Even if you are a size, I think you and I actually talked about this too. Um, people assume that because you're smaller, you're healthier, or that if you're bigger, you're unhealthy. So how can you really like maintain and manage to make sure your sex life is still great no matter what size you are well first off you have to be able to move because if you don't move you're going to die so in my second patient 
when I was in the school in Atlanta, Georgia, my second patient, you know, I asked her what she did. And she said she went out and watered her garden with a little Dixie cup. And uh, she lived in a part of Atlanta that um, she was not, a, a, you know, was turning to be not a good area at that time. And so she was scared to walk down the street. So what she did, she took a Dixie cup and watered her 150 plants. So she got exercise. You've got to move. If your body doesn't move, it's made to move. It's a machine. It's made to move. And so when you don't move, it hinders other things going on, like how the cerebral spinal fluid goes up and down the spine. So it's just like when you talk about if someone's bigger, someone could be bigger and still be healthy, you know, on a certain level. But at some point in time, you got to take a look at like, well, what's going on and you know, like what like organ systems? Because I always talk about, you know, we talk, we're going to talk about like the benefits of sex, right? Whether it's gender or not, whether it's physical, intellectual, emotional, psychological, or social, right? But the thing is, you got to know what your starting point is, and you got to know what your weakest link is in your health, and then fortify that so that you can get beyond that, so that you're, you know, it's not a high priority. You know, people have circulation problems, you know, people who take Viagra, I would never date, um, you know, or get too serious about, because the thing is about that is, is that you, when people who take Viagra have circulatory problems, and they mm -hmm. have circulatory problems, they have heart problems. So they have heart problems, then they're very prone to inflammation and inflammation is the primary cause of many chronic illnesses and diseases. So if you know, if you really, really want to have, you know, that, all those pieces of the puzzle fit together, then you've got to like, you know, know what's going on in your organ systems and you have to know where your health is at a given time. So if you are like, and a lot of times by changing, not having to do a lot by changing like some specific things in a diet, then your body starts to reform and gets back to its normal what it is supposed to be. So for instance, like one thing that is, is prevalent in all those pieces of puzzle I just gave, um, is hydration. You have to stay hydrated. If you're 150 pounds or 200 pounds, you're drinking hundred ounces of water a day. Now you're going, God, I'm going to be in the bathroom all the time. Well, what you do is you start your day off with water, you know, before, you know, if you, if you're going to have you know, you know, you're going to have a really romantic evening. You're going to have sex. You're going to have to have fun. You know, you got to have water in the picture because you don't want to be dehydrated. If you're dehydrated, you know, all your interstitial fluids in your body's have a tendency to dry up water hydrates, you know, and detoxes your brain, your gut, you know, your joints, you know, you got to be able to move your joints. Mm -hmm. if you're going to have sex. Right. And right. so, you know, it's just like that piece of the puzzle you know, it's just like knowing those, those little things that you can do that make your life a lot easier, you know, and if you don't like water, you can always put lemon in it or lime, you know, never orange juice, <laughs> you know, and you, know, you stay away from things that are mucus producing and, you know, so, cause you don't want it to be harder on your intestinal tract. So if you flush toxins out of your system, they can't hide in blood, brain, bone and fat. Cause that's what happens when you know, your liver, because that's the job of the liver is to get rid of toxins out of your system. And when your liver's doing that, then your muscles are working well. If so you've got circ would, circulation is important. What would be an example of the mucus producing um, substances that you want to avoid? Milk, wheat, dairy, orange juice, sugar. 
you ever notice like when you drink orange juice, if you have it, you know, and you go take a, a, like, you know, a, a gulp of orange juice, you know, it like make coats your mouth. Mm-hmm. And if you don't drink it for a month and you go back to drink it and you're kind of going, Ooh, but after you get to the second cup, you're going like, Oh, I remember this now because you have three brains that work together. One's the lizard brain, the one that always is sabotaging you from being successful, dating the wrong guy or dating the wrong girl, whatever it is, you know, it's the one that like, you know, is only supposed to show up for things that when you're in danger, like the saber tooth tiger, mm-hmm. you know, and that guy's there going like, oh, you can't do it. You know, he's like, oh, let me instill some fear in you, right. um, you know, and, and for that mindset portion of that, that's huge. I mean, it's just like, you know, you got to shut him up. I just knock him off my shoulder. Dang. So I he's the one off. that makes me eat Oreos at midnight. That's right. You know, so when, when he, and at midnight, you know, the important thing about sleep is like, I don't know what time you get off from work or what that schedule is, is that when you eat that you're putting sugar in your stomach and now it's harder for you to digest that. And there's sugar in it, which makes your glucose levels go all over the place. So when you're trying to digest and you're trying to sleep, it doesn't work. And so you know, that's when you say to him, like, uh, I don't think so, because your other brain, your brain that is, you know, your feeling and memory brain, because what you're doing is that you're feeling like I need to feel cozy, right? Mm-hmm. So it might be, might feel better having a hot bath with bubbles at midnight, which would be more productive for you because then it will make your melatonin levels surge and you get to sleep in that third and fourth phase, which is where all the magic happens and sleep to repair and revitalize you and move you forward for the future. So when you hit the ground in the morning, when you wake up, yeah, man, let's go. Right. So that's, that's how that happens. So it's just like, but when you hear that guy talking and that's why people do um, affirmations at the end of the day, in the very beginning, because that's when you can squell him and kick him off easier. Okay. You know, and you've got to say like, you know, when he's going like, Oh, eat those Oreos. Like who was it that told me to eat those in the first place? Oh, it was my mother <laughs> you know, <laughs> or my father, you know? And, you know, it's just like every once in a while that can be fun, you know, but it shouldn't be a regular thing for that 12 o'clock experience for you. You can have that bubble bath, which will make you feel more like a girl. And then you can like get in your lingerie and you can go to sleep and you can sleep happy. If you sleep happy, you're going to sleep well. Noted. So the third brain, because there's three brains, right? We talked about the one, right? right? We talked about the lizard brain. The second one is the feeling and memory brain. That's the relational brain. And then you have the rational brain. So is it rational to eat Oreos at, at that time? No, it's enough. right? So that brain number three has to talk to brain number two, the feeling brain, because you're saying like, when I do that, I don't, I wake up with brain fog. I wake up kind of feeling, eh, you know, or else mm-hmm. I wake up and when I'm in deep sleep and I have no clue where I'm at. Yes, that happens to me, yeah. but so, I do eat sweets. But, I do eat sweets. Like before I go to bed, I have to have Oreos. That's what I feel like. You don't, you can have a little I, piece of 85% or more dark chocolate. I know. It, that, that increases the, your stress hormones that fight stress, you know, that protect you against stress. So that little chip of dark chocolate, that's more than 85% is what would be a good thing for you to eat. 
And then that also gives you in a good mood. So all your listeners, I'm going to give them the best thing <laughs> that they need in order to connect and have, because women get whipped up all the time, right? So if you are in that whip up part, you know, it's just like cocoa butter massaged around the back, back of your neck and across the top of your shoulders and on your feet, you know, increases the right kind of, you know, de-stressor in your body so that you have, you're more happier. Mm. That's, you know, something I always, that's a, that's a freebie, a DIY. You don't need me to even like, you know, think about me, just like, just buy it and just say, thank you, Dr. Pat. Right. Um, I have cocoa uh, butter and I do lotion my feet up at night because my feet are like the driest part of my body, but I don't use cocoa butter. I'll use, use cocoa, use cocoa like butter. Petroleum you know, jelly take or some, A&D ointment. Takes, takes like, um, don't use petroleum jelly because it, there's pegs in it and whatever the pegs are, you know what a peg is? No. When you read a label on, you know, ingredients list and something has a peg, something, it is a petroleum based product that sucks into your skin and you absorb 65% of what's on your skin. Mm. So you, so you want to have, you don't want to use pegs, okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, the carcinogenic, generally speaking. Um, okay. So that third brain and second brain, how you squall the first one is that when you go to drink or eat that Oreo, then you say, Hey, take a hike, buddy. I'm done with you. Our relationship's over. You can only talk to me if someone's going to run into my car, I'm in danger, you know, or on that level. Now it's just like, when you go to, you know, then you take your bubble bath, right? And while you take your bubble bath or whatever you do, or you have a, that little piece of dark chocolate, then you say to yourself, like, that's your thinking brain. You say to yourself, what you're looking at, this is so good for me. Putting cocoa butter in my feet is so good for me. And you create a relationship between your feeling and memory. Cause the next time you go like, oh, I felt so much better after I put the cocoa butter on as opposed to drink, eating the Oreo cookie. The Oreo cookie only lasts like maybe like, like unless you eat the whole bag, only right. last a couple minutes. I want something to last longer, like a lifetime of feeling good. Okay. So it's like, and you have control of what goes in your mouth. So, you know, it's just like, what can I choose? Oreo cookie, which has a bunch of crap in it, or you have, you know, that dark chocolate, like organic dark chocolate you can buy at Trader Joe's for like two bucks, you know, it's just like, and you can just like take a piece of it off or even two pieces or three, you know, for your indulging, you know? And when you do that, you're going like, pat yourself on the back, anchor it. I feel good when I do this, I'm being good to myself. So that's telling your third and second brain that they're starting to work more together. So that when you, when that happens more frequently, then you're more successful in anything that you do. Okay. Anything. It starts, you got to start somewhere, right? So no more Oreos. I'm going to know. No more Oreos. Check or you have to check on me because my willpower is ooh, not at its strongest. You said <laughs> so dark I, chocolate. Yeah, well, I, know, dark. I like dark chocolate. I like yeah. it like with milk, but she said not to avoid milk. Yeah, if yeah, we're milk have, yeah. Yeah. And so, so if it has lactose and it has sugar in it. Yeah. So if you have people in your family that are, are you know, pre-diabetic or diabetic or have other chronic illness or disease, it's not the food for you to eat. Right. No, I drink lactate milk. Yeah. It's just like milk is not good. You are not an animal that's weaning. <laughs> right. Right. You know, there's other things to drink. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, 
So how much do you weigh? Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell me. Um, <laughs> I was going to tell you to drink. When you... I was going to I don't, I'm not ashamed. Okay. I'm, I've wait. been on the journey to lose weight though. Okay. But if you drink 50% of your body weight in water, you know, me too, anybody, what you do is you hydrate your body. And if you do it on a regular basis, like I'm hungry, I want to eat that Oreo cookie. Well, I'm going to have eight ounces of water first. And then I'm going to ask myself like 30 minutes later, do I still want it? And a lot of times the answer is going to be no. Mm. It's like, am I really hungry? Or is it the lizard talking? Right. And so when you right. get healthy, a lot like, of times it's the lizard. Yeah, we know. I know. I know. I know. I eat out of boredom. You don't have, you know, I can't tell you how many people I sit there and go through a process with them about mindset, about getting a handle on their thoughts. Cause if you don't get a handle on your thoughts and your actions with that, then you will end up not in a good place ultimately, because what happens is, is that you keep on repeating the same thing over and over and over again, and you're expecting a different result. And that's defined by Einstein. And I agree with them as insanity. So stop acting insane, you know, draw a line in sand, you know, and leave, and just like, think about everything that got you to this point right now. And you look over your shoulder and then you, look, and you think, wow, that was great. I didn't know all that stuff, but now I know things that can improve my health mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and socially. Wow. I can now be a badass in my life and do great things for myself, for my friends, my family, and all humanity. How about that? I love it. You know, so it's just like practice it. I'm going to practice and shut up the lizard brain. Practice makes permanent. And the first time you shut up the lizard brain and you walk away from him, he's going to scream like hell, <laughs> you know, because he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I own you. You're going, you, right. don't, you don't own me. I'm not married to you. You just happened to be around when I was born. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> you know, it's just like, but you are no longer, pre- you, you are no longer welcome here because I want to go have a great life. And you can't have a great life if the lizard brain's um, monitoring your thoughts, your deeds and your actions. You can't have fun. Isn't this a fun show you guys have? It today? is. It is. Very informative. Very, very informative. Yeah, yes. because you got to start with mindset. No matter what, you know, like even, you know, the like my friend who, you know, was a call girl at one point in time years ago. And um, she always said, you know, she goes, it's all in your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, so if you can get your thoughts and handle your thoughts, then you can do so many other things. And so when you make great productions in your get past roadblocks in your life as far as biomechanical things you know and also in like, like toxins because we have toxins from the air that you breathe the water you drink the the fertilizer you use don't use roundup please people do tell me you don't use roundup you I know it's, it's a major problem stop using it it causes cancer it's proven but what's another uh to get pesticide. rid of weed yeah or or weed you just look it up. There's something that you put, look up a weed killer, natural weed killer. It has Dawn vinegar in it and something else, you know, three also things. stuff I can make. I can make and it. And you can, myself. although you can't use the same container because it's toxic and plastics, oh, okay. leach, plastics leach into that. You have to buy a new container, but you can use that and it does the same job and it doesn't kill you. 
Now, you know, I'm going to tell you a story about uh, Roundup. I was down in Florida doing clinical rounds at a, a chiropractic clinic in St. Petersburg. And I was walking, I was walking my dog down the street and this guy was out, old Southern guy. And I said, what's in your container? And he said, Roundup. I love this Southern accent, Roundup. And then I said to him, well, I said, you know, I said that causes cancer. He goes, only if you breathe it. I said, well, I don't see a mask on you. Right, you know, right. And, and then, you know, this is how like I'm thinking there's like the right side and left side and a lot of people are not connecting is that, you know, here comes these two little pretty girls walking out and they're running across the grass. I said, didn't you just spray that? They're running barefoot. 65% of what goes on your skin gets in your body. And it has to be processed and it has, in order to do that, it's got to go to the liver because the liver gets rid of toxins in your system and neither puts it in your intestinal tract or if it's a smaller molecule, it'll put it out through your bladder. That's why you're going to drink so much water, you know, because you want to get rid of all that stuff. And when it can't do that anymore, then it goes to your weakest link and your weakest link is that it stores it usually in blood, brain, bone, and fat. So everyone has a weakest link in that realm and you just don't want it to happen to happen to you or you want to be able to at least control it control it yeah that's why you are never allowed under my my supervision you are never allowed to use roundup again it's poison you know and you can't use poisons you know in your life because you're they have an accumulatory effect cool are we on same board i mean because i'm We're talking i'm talking sternly with you because you guys are so much fun you know i want to come back on here again i want to make sure you're going to be healthy Right. Yes. And I will yes. tell you the next time that that lizard brain did not win. You can email me. You can email me. You know, and you know, that one of the things that happens and like, you know, I know you guys like to sleep. Do you sleep well? I know. You know, so, you know, when you go to sleep, if you take and turn off electrics around you, you take your telephone and turn off and put it on the other side of the room just by old fashioned wind up you know, thing for to wake up, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and then you have all that electromagnetic energy that's not going to touch you. And then you make your room dark enough. You sleep in a cool room, you know, you sleep with enough pillows underneath you or pillows between your legs or like, you know, that gives you support so that you're laying parallel to the bed, you know, and then you can you know, like, you know, have the freedom to go to sleep very well. So if you eat too late, you know, or if you're thinking about your thoughts, like if you think of something, how many times we all do this, especially all my girlfriends have always done this. They always say, yes, I've done that. It's just like get up and going like, well, I can't go to sleep. I guess I'll try on my clothes or on my new pair of shoes. I want to see how that looks with that dress, you know? So you're taking your pajamas off and you're putting, or like non pajamas, if you don't wear them, you know, and then you're looking at that. People do that all the time. Or I'm going to clean my closet. <laughs> or I'm going to have an Oreo cookie. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to raid the refrigerator. So the thing is, is that the thing that helps the liver do its job so it can, because it's detox part of it is in Chinese medicine is between 11 and one o'clock. And from one to four o'clock is when melatonin surges, which gets you into that deep sleep. And that's where the magic happens. So the goal is to get into, I've done, a, I've taught a lot of sleep retreats with people. The goal is to get into that that, that magic moment, because one and two stages, it's just very light and you're starting, your body processes are starting to slow down. Then you have three and four, then you go into REM and REM is when you're paralyzed because what happens is if you didn't, that's when you dream. 
you know, as if you dreamt in some of your dreams, you probably socked the person who's laying next to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I was dreaming. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> you know, but it, but at any rate, you have, you know, it's just like, but when you go back and like, you've got to go through all those processes, it takes about an hour, maybe like 90 minutes to an hour and 10 minutes, you know, like an hour, like 90 minutes to 110 minutes. Let me say that correctly. Um, and, you know, for the whole cycle to go for you to go through it. So like, even if you take a nap in the daytime, you want to set your alarm because you don't want to go past 30 minutes. Mm. because if you go past 30 minutes then you're in deep sleep and if you wake up in deep sleep we just got them saying this a couple of minutes ago about how you wake up in an absolute fog so mm -hmm. people who are have a hard time when they're sleeping at night you know getting into that cycle where you kind of like make your room your sanctuary you know and get it's just like not too hot not too cold take a hot bath you know listen to binaural beats they're lovely you know, some of them I hate. I mean, when I first started listening to them, I'm going, I'm never going to be able to sleep to this. And then when I found one that I really liked, I used it all the time. And then I went, oh, there's got to be other ones. It's like the white noise where people talk about listening to rain or fall yeah. or something like that, you know, that helps you. So if you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, you know, then what you can do is when you get back in, you can put that bar on the old beat on and just like, it's just like, it's okay. So, but if you can't sleep, you get up and you ask yourself before you start putting all your clothes on, you know, and trying stuff on, you ask yourself just a simple question. What's bothering me? Why can't I sleep? What is the mm -hmm. issue that's on my brain that I'm ruminating, overthinking? You know, was it my, that argument I had with my boyfriend? Was it like, you know, I didn't like that lady at Macy's you know, who didn't sell me Frangle mints. I mean, it's just like, there's, you know, there's, there's so many things that could do that. So he's like, what is it? Okay. Is there something I can do about that right now? And if there is turn the darn lights on, go do it and then come back and give yourself permission to go to sleep. Right. You got to have enough sleep. If you don't have an energy, if you don't have clear thoughts, you know, and you don't have clarity, it's difficult to have sex with somebody when you're kind of like feeling like you're drunk. And a lot of times when you're um, in that process, you know, in that thinking, if you're overtired or you're not getting enough sleep, you have the same behavior as somebody who's drunk. Your mm -hmm. brain functions the same way. And especially so if you're nighttime, especially if the nighttime is the time that you're typically going to have sex, you yeah. know, you don't want to be sleepy or drowsy, you know, drunk feeling. Yeah, you just turn the TV on and you tell, you tell your boyfriend, so let's watch this show first and you can go sleep. <laughs> it's like the, bar, the barbiturate. TV should not be in a bedroom. So, yeah, I've always, you know, that's always been my, like a big M, you know, MO. I'm always like, it's a big no, no. It's just like no TV in the bedroom. <laughs> you know, I want I have know, TVs that. and I'm guilty of all of the above that you've oh said Oh my before. God, I just love you so much, Fran. <laughs> Well, well, if don't feel guilty, you know, because when you feel guilty, then you resent somebody, you know, and so it's just like, you know, you don't like get past the guilt, just like, you know, who do I resent? Why do I resent them? And then say like, you know what? I forgive myself. Move on. I have TVs in the room and I don't even watch it. So yeah, you don't watch TV at all. Hardly at all. No, we talked about that before, before I ever got, <laughs> we talked about like, we don't, I don't have a TV. I don't watch. But I feel like Jazz should, because she's one of those people who doesn't unwind. She's connected 
a lot to her phone and her electronics. Yeah, so, so she can turn them off. <laughs> yeah. I've turned them off these past three days. That's good. Only because I'm sick. So begrudgingly, she did it. <laughs> My daughter. So I'm, so I'm learning. It, it is extreme. The thing is, Dr. Pat, I can fall asleep. But then I'm back up at two o'clock in the morning or something like that. That's when my mind works the best. I'm like coming up with ideas. I send Fran all this stuff, even though she's not gonna get it until she wake up. But that seemed like when I'm most creative. As yes. you can see, I send the, the email to you at 204 this morning. I saw it was early, but I can tell you I didn't look at it. But but we have, you know, but the thing is is that you know, if that's your creative moment. The thing is, it's like, you know, how do you go to the bathroom and you go right back to sleep, right? You know, and so what you do is you just take that creative moment. Is there something that you can do about it? Because if you don't act on that creative moment, then you're going to lose it. So you dictate what you need to do and then do it in the morning, you know, and get the okay. hell off the thing. Just like, and then it's done. Don't do it. Do it when you're actually doing that, that function you're the function you're supposed to be doing at that time is but oh i got this brainstorm bang here it is you know blah 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 because yeah. i do that also when i'm looking for posts i've been like this week i've been so out of whack because i've had to recreate my computer but the you know it's like normally i'm writing posts two or three times a week you know and on linkedin and sometimes i get those ideas like at like 4:44 in the morning. Someone told me that's when spirit is talking to you. It's like See, that's what I was thinking yeah. too. Maybe yeah. that's why I'm supposed yeah. to be doing something that I'm it's, waking up that early often. Well, then you have to. If you're waking up between one and three o'clock, then your liver's not too happy. So it's just like, and what you should try to drink is like maybe if you can see my hand right now, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You drink this much lemon juice fresh lemon juice to that much water, like in a glass that you would drink whiskey in. And so you just okay. drink that down, you know, before you go to sleep with a probiotic. Okay. That's, that's a good tip to just like, cause it makes you, you know, it makes you a little bit happier. Right. Oh yeah. Cause I'm not really in a good mood at five 30 when I get to be up for Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like, and then when you go back to sleep, then you wake up and you're waking up groggy or you feel mm -hmm. like you can't move your, or you say, God, I have such a lazy butt. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I say that to myself every once in a while when I do that and I don't pay attention and, you know, and I have a dog. So as soon as this light in this room, he thinks everybody should be up, mm -hmm. you know, and I just put my earplugs in and I put my blinders on and I don't talk to him until seven o'clock <laughs> you know but at any rate it's just like when you do that and it's like it's a habit habits take there's a thing called the 21 90 day rule so 21 days is what it takes people people think it takes to do a habit but you pick that one habit you know and you do it for 21 days and then you do it for 90 days because the average is 66 days to take a behavior and make it automatic and so when you're looking at that time span and up to 240, 50, 65 days, something like that, which is about eight and a half months. Who wants to wait for eight and a half months to do that? It's much better to focus right. on like, get that one thing down, get a handle and get a pat. You got to do it minimum of 21 days. And, you know, and sometimes it can happen underneath in like 18 days, but in, which is the average, which is a low on the low end average. Um, but you got to do it on a repetitious way. So it becomes a ritual. 
So okay. it's just like, how can I hydrate my body more? Oh, I'm going to have, I have a bottle of water, 16 ounces, 20 ounces, right when I get up in the morning, I start drinking it. Your heart loves you. Every organ in your body loves you when you do that. It's going, yes, she loves me. Self-care is beautiful. It's a priority. Indeed you know? it is. And it is. So when you do that, it's sexy. Taking care of yourself <laughs> is sexy, you know? And it's just like, you know, I had a boyfriend one time. He said, I've never met anybody like you, you know, because you take such good care of yourself. And I said like, well, I can't wait for somebody else to do it. Right. <laughs> you know, you've got because to Because they won't. Well, they might. But, you know, you can't, you know, and you also have to ask, you know, but you first have to take care of yourself. Lead by example. Mm -hmm. You want something to change in life? Lead by example. Be a leader. Be an influencer. So, Dr. Pitt, <laughs> what made you, because I, I, I'm just looking at your screen. What made you write? Why are you sick, fat, and tired? But, but, y'all, it's not only a book to read you have activities in there to do you do it's a workbook guidebook and it is a advocating tool this book will help you i'll show it this book will help you um find what your starting point in your health journey is because it doesn't matter what your diagnosis is it's matter how you're if you're responding to an environment so if you keep on eating and cooking the same way your parents cook and they had some chronic illness and disease more than likely you'll get it too you know, mm -hmm. so the only way to change that is to change your constitution. And you got to know where to start that health journey. So the book, I wrote it because I saw way too many people that were sick and they were fat and they looked tired to me all the time. When I lived in Boston, I'd walk around and ask people, excuse me, is anybody home? <laughs> it's just like, are you okay? Sometimes mm. people would look like gray and, or they would just have a tone to their skin. So, and I would give this um, questionnaire in my office, but I found people didn't answer the whole questionnaire. So I said, why is that? I don't understand what you're asking. So I decided one day I woke up because I heard the voice of God, so to speak. And it's just like, you should write the book that's written in street language so that an 11 year old kid could read this book and be able to answer it. And so there's 11 organ systems in the body and they all relate to one of those, like a Swiss watch. So Swiss watch has all these components into it. They're all reliant upon the other gear in order for it to work. So when you have a slowdown in your gut, your gut's going to affect your musculature. It's going to you know, affect how you handle sugar. It's going to affect how you do a lot of different things. So you heal your gut, you change your life. It's a good place to start, a very, very good place to start. So when I wrote this book, you know, I woke up and I just wrote it down. You know, and I put down HQ, which means to me health questionnaire, because I'm always abbreviating everything. So I went and dug up this health questionnaire and I realized I had like five of them <laughs> or six of them that, that I used. And I started to combine and say what was different from one to the other and that. And then I uh, formulated going forward with this particular book. And then I wrote about like how to do it so that it's not overwhelming, you know, and to take it like one step at a time. And I recommend for your listeners so they can get it on Amazon, you know, Barnes and Noble, they'd probably have to um, have them order it. Um, but I listen, you know, I like this because I like giving people things that empower them. So if knowledge is powerful, 
people, when they get too much knowledge, don't know what to do with it because they can't mm -hmm. play it forward. So the idea is they like knowledge is powerful, but this book helps you stack it so you know what your next best step is. And then that, that way you don't become bogged down and get, you know, like, I can't do it. Because who's talking when you hear the words, I can't do that. When you say those words, who's talking? The lizard. The lizard. I know. <laughs> I am so proud of you. I'm going to give you 30 minutes of my time personally. <laughs> you know? But, you know, the, the idea is you want to find out what the, pro why you have the problem and what the cause of the problem is. Because if you keep on putting a Band-Aid on something, we all know Band-Aids fall off when you get the water, you know? And if you keep on pouring salt on a wound, it hurts like hell. So if you can heal that issue, then you can change other aspects of your life. And you can be more productive mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and socially. And if you want to work with me, you at least have fun because, you know, I'm at this point in time, I'm funny. <laughs> and I'm, I mean, really, I mean, someone told me I should be, I should be a com comedian also. And I went, I don't know about that, but I want, I want people to like, you know, like know that there's options for them. You know, when a doctor, a medical doctor goes like, I don't know what else to do. Well, the reason why they say that is because that's how they ever taught them in school. Mm. You know, there's always something you can do to improve your health, you know, and when Western medicine tendency for treating, generally speaking, is like they treat everybody the same way. So if you had hypertension, Jazzy, and I had hypertension, they would treat us with the same drug. I might yes. not need that drug. I, there might be uh -huh. something. There might be something natural like B12 I could take that it helps improve that also. But the idea is like, what is it that is the problem in the first place? Because what's causing the hypertension? It could be from uh -huh. heavy metals. It could be from having too much salt. It could be from eating poor foods, you know, and eating fast foods too much. There's a whole list of things I could go on. It's depressing. <laughs> you know, but knowing what that is, you can hit that head on and you can save your money, save your time, you know, and you can put your energy where it needs to go to and your self-care and taking care of yourself. I'm on your side and I got your back. <laughs> yes, I like that. So you are like, I don't want to look, I'm, I'm looking at time. I know you want to hit your place because I want you to have some fun for me too. But you have some upcoming things. You have a course in September. I do. Tell us a little about that. It is. It's called Be Stronger Than Medicine. It's a four-week course that I'm going to teach live. It will become a, you know, a, a online course, a do-it-yourself course after that. But I'm teaching it live. And so there'll be four weeks where you get a handle on, well, what is it that makes me healthy? Like, because you, it's your responsibility and you, you need to be, people need to be more accountable about like, what are the basics? What is it that when going back to basics, what do I need to know? Because you cannot put the cart before the horse. So this helps you keep the horse in front and you taking control and driving your life. And so what it does is I help you learn about what's a good diet, what's a proper diet and nutrition, what's proper exercise for you. You know, it's very individualized. What I do is very personalized per person. And then looking at like, how do I get better sleep? I've got tons of information on that. I've given so many, I talked on it so many times. And then positive mental attitude. You will always get something from me and I'll always be on, on someone's case about their, their mindset. Cause you got to change your mindset. You want to be successful. The first thing to change is mindset. You want to go out and find the man of your dreams. You got to change your mindset that you're going to stop dating guys or meeting guys that are jerks. 
you know, mm-hmm. you know, or whoever your partner Definitely. is, right? Mm-hmm. Got, that's got to change, you know, and if you don't change that inside, you know, healing is an inside job. It's not an outside job. You got to do it inside, whether it's mental, physical, emotional, mental health. It's just like comes from your gut. If you don't eat well, it's going to change the chemistry of your body from inside. So you've got to change your gut first, you know, and so that you can handle those other things that are pressing. And then you can think clear more clearly. So when someone has suggested you to do something, you're going, are you out of your mind? Did you, are you actually hear yourself saying that? It's just, you know, which I say to people a lot for some reason in these days. <laughs> so, you know, what the book does is, you know, it's a $20 investment in you and get the paper because you, know, what happens is because I do it too on my cell phone. I have audiobooks. I only mm-hmm. listen to audiobooks if I'm driving longer than 45 minutes. So there's some books in there that I bought two years ago that I'm still not done with because they are 44 hours, you know? Oh, and, gosh. and so, you know, and I'm thinking, oh my God, it's so every once in a while and I look at it, I say the same thing. Oh my gosh. I go, how many more <laughs> hours do I have to go to finish this book? You know? So, but if you have paper in front of you, if you're starting to have things that you don't feel good about. You're going like, maybe I should just check in and see what's going on with my body. And this is a good source to have. It's inexpensive. And you can take the information from here and find somebody who is a lifestyle medicine strategist, lifestyle medicine practitioner, a functional medicine doctor, you know, and go have a chit chat with them, you know, so that you can get the help that you need or so you can get the information you need so you can make better decisions. We all know going to a doctor at this point in time for 15 minutes is not like, um, you know, it's just like, unless you've got your story handled before you walk in the door, you know, you walk out of there and, you're, and your spouse or your, whoever says, what do they say? They go, I don't know. <laughs> right. Or right. you didn't get to say, or, you know, right. Because everything that you needed that, to, that's why. That's true. And that's why I help people get their act down before they go in and talk to a doctor. So that, you know, it's just like I coach people. So it's like, here's questions. Here, here's what's going on. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. Here's what, if it was me, you know, if I'm not going to do it, I'm never going to tell you to do it. I know it's just like, it, if it doesn't make sense to me, I'm very commonsensical. I make sense of convoluted and challenging situations for people so that they can get it in a very simplified way that's better, faster, so they can get unstuck and they can move forward with tangible results. Fran, I think that what you said, I think I think being in a field, that's one thing that I definitely benefit from when I go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I know how the doctors work being the medical assistant. So a lot of times if I have like family members that ask me something, I'm like, no, you need to ask the doctor this or ask the doctor that. And somebody told me, they was like, I wouldn't have thought to ask them like a lot of people don't think to ask that because oh, yeah. you don't know as a patient you just going on what the doctor's saying and you're going with it and trying it no there's more questions to a lot of that stuff and don't mm-hmm. be scared well, to ask like why this or why that explain it so you can un- have them explain it so you can understand for sure you know no matter who it is and you deserve mm-hmm. an answer and so even if the answer is I don't know I need to go research that and if I don't know, and if I'm not the person for somebody, I will inform for us like this, if it was me in your situation, these are the three people I would consider talking to, mm-hmm. to, improve, to improve my situation. Right. And I, I, a lot of people were like, well, how can the doctor say they don't know? I rather the doctor tell me they don't know and refer me to somebody they know that know, or that they will get back to me when they find out versus somebody just giving me some stuff and they just sending me out the door. Just to have an answer, right. Mm-hmm. right. 
Well, you got to start somewhere. So mm-hmm. let's leave this on a positive note, you know, mm-hmm. and the positive note would be, I'm inviting your people that are listening to this now to come and join me. The way to find me is um, on, I have a, my website is called healthteamnetwork.com and on healthteamnetwork.com on my first page, when you open up, it's some things are changing. <laughs> so right now I'm there, but this is never going to change. There is a microphone. And when you tap on it, you want to tap on that microphone and you can leave your information and that information, I will get an email from you with what your question is. And I'll, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are lovely. You guys, are, to try. you guys are so lovely and um, you, I will yeah. get, you know, tomorrow I'm going to be on tomorrow's Saturday. Um, Sunday, I'm going to be back on my computer. I'm taking tomorrow okay. off. I have done something for the last 21 days. I'm done with that habit of <laughs> work. Right. Yeah. And so I'm going to go out and have fun. Just like you, All right. you twisted my arm. Well, you enjoy. Thank you. Thanks for it taking very, time with it us. It was very sweet. It was very, I enjoyed you. I'm so Thank glad we met you. you that all right you guys got any questions any concerns you call me all right call me thank you your mother (laughs) (laughs) yes we'll see you guys later have a great night all right bye-bye ciao anything else friend no um unless you wanted to do erotica but i know this went kind of long um yeah i didn't figure you would do it on uh this one because um hold on me um no we don't have to do erotica tonight but if there was nothing else, oh did you have some new cities i do have new cities lots and lots of them but i lost my list okay we do it next time because it's running long um I, yeah because no, this page is long yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry guys welcome to all the new listeners don't want to you know school y'all out um if there's nothing else this has been the episode of the root of all six Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank y'all for listening. Where can they find us, friend? They can find us at our website, www.therootofallsex.com. You can listen to episodes. You can send us a review. You can even be a sponsor. Okay. Or you can email us your confessions, your confessions, um, your guest requests, or those reviews at rootofallsexpod at gmail.com and where can they cut up with us on of course social media facebook page root of all oh. sex podcast listeners in our instagram root of all sex podcast all right thank y'all this has been another episode of root of all sex like i said before as we continue to come, come together, together. bye